Welcome to HeartSpace, a show that will give you tools to awaken your intuition and the courage to listen to your heart so that you can create your best life. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, an intuitive life coach, and my mission is to show you that you already have everything you need, and it's all in your heart space. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to HeartSpace. I am so excited for this episode today because I share with you a conversation I had with the amazing Jocelyn Kelly Reed, who is quite a powerful and fiery woman, and it was really inspiring to talk to her. Uh, We connected a while back because I did an Akashic Record reading for her, and we just really connected and wanted to have a conversation for the podcast to bring it to you guys and inspire you and bring you that fire that she has in her, this very powerful feminine energy. And that's why I'm so excited to share it with you guys today. So Jocelyn is an intuitive transformation leader. Her purpose on the planet in this lifetime is to ignite massive transformation in the lives of those who come into her field. She guides souls who know they're here for more, but somehow feel stuck in bridging the gap between where they are, where they want to go, and who they desire to become. She uses a combination of her intuitive gift, the incredible resources she has uncovered on her journey, her real-world know-how, and an Aries, I said fire, right, action-based approach to setting the path ablaze. She guides her clients to full embodiment to a place where they can truly live their brand of being unstoppable. So much fire, and I am sure you will love this episode. So without further ado, let's bring Jocelyn on. Jocelyn, welcome to HeartSpace. I'm so happy to bring you on today's episode to share your powerful energy with the listeners. And before we dive into this conversation, I'd like to ask you what was your morning ritual this morning, if you had any. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me today. It's an honor. Today, well, it's what day is it? It's Sunday. So I had more time this morning, which is really nice. So I just meditated um, because I really wanted to get into, you know, really centered and peaceful headspace for this conversation, had some hot tea, had a healthy breakfast, and that was about it for this morning. It was simple. That's really nice. I like simple. I think those are the best mornings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I will say I am not someone who can um, follow religious structure every single day, so... Oh, I'm My mornings certainly vary. Mm, me too. And I need it to vary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because some people are so good about, you know, like every morning, A, B, and C, 
Um, and I absolutely see how that can be beneficial, but I just sort of go with where I'm at. And of course I do prefer to have a slow morning if possible, but you know, it sort of depends what's on the schedule, how that goes. Of course. <laughs> of course. I'm totally with you on that one. I love that. Thank you for sharing. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your, your story, and maybe your work, what you've started doing recently. Absolutely. So, uh, well, we can start with what I'm doing now. So I'm an intuitive transformation leader and I'm essentially helping primarily women at this time. Although of course I would love to work with men as well, basically break free of the conditioned lies that we've been living a lot of, we all do it. Right. Um, and we tell ourselves things we've been told things throughout our childhood. We've been told things about from our society about how we should be living, what's going to make us happy. We get in routines of just doing what we're quote unquote good at. And then a lot of the times we start to wake up and we're like, I don't feel good. Something doesn't feel right. Why am I anxious? Why am I depressed? Why does everything just kind of feel dead or mm. sullen when really like we should be, or, you know, should is kind of a word I don't love, but we could be mm -hmm. moving through life, like feeling really alive and purpose-driven and here to bring our unique gifts to the world and sharing that with others. And I am someone who really like broke out of a lot of those conditioned beliefs for myself and really have been able to see that my gift to the world comes through my voice and sharing my story and having this innate ability to just kind of see other people's forgive my French, but bullshit. Mm. And, and like, cause we do it to ourselves. Like your ego, as you know, is incredibly powerful. And it's so easy to believe a lot of the negative stories that it tells you a lot of the time and it can really keep you trapped. So I work with people to identify what those stories are and like really shift their mindset and work on, you know, their physical, emotional, energetic body to get them aligned into who they really are and honest about what it is they really want. So for example, a lot of my clients will be in one job and kind of have something entrepreneurial on the side, which is what they're really passionate about, but they have a story about why they can't do it full time, or they just don't know how to monetize it. I have a very, very strong sales and marketing background that just, just come from a pure, like managing business perspective. Those are things I'm really good at doing, or they really mm. need to work on their money story and they, or they just don't know how to even set price points and attract the business that they need for them to be successful. Um, so I work with them a lot on that. Some clients are entrepreneurs who really want to scale their business mm. and get it more, you know, to use the terminology of your podcast, but heart center, because sometimes, like I mentioned, we're doing things that we're good at doing, but our heart isn't in it. And I really feel that when you shift the story of your business and the focus of your business to come from your heart and your purpose, like that's how you attract the financial success. And that is what's going to get you out of bed in the morning and excited versus just doing things that you've done before that you've seen work. If you're not excited about them, you're going to hit a wall. Oh, totally. And then... Yeah. I have other clients who just let everyone doesn't need to be an entrepreneur. That is completely fine. Who aren't looking for that. Um, they are in full-time jobs. They are married, they have kids. Great. But they're still feeling 
that dullness inside and just wanting to really like come back home and get into the are and shift the job that they do have to be more aligned mm. um, with their purpose and what they want to spread. Yeah. I, I do think it's important that because we're on, you know, people are awakening, especially professionally to moving out of, okay, we all need to have these corporate jobs, X, Y, and Z. But there are some people who don't want to be entrepreneurs and not everybody has to be. I love being one. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> in my blood. And I definitely have this like bold into no one mindset, but there's some, you know, I, there's different paths for all types. So I'm here to support that journey, whatever that journey looks like for different people, but really, really, really to get them clear on their why, like, why are mm. you here? What do you, mm -hmm. what do you want to share with the world? Where are you feeling shame? Like most often where you're feeling shame, there's a huge opportunity um, for that to kind of be your superpower and to help you show up in a much bigger way. And so I just want everyone I work with to have this experience of living in a fully embodied way. It just feels so good. And everything that comes into your life is so amazing when you're able to tap into that flow. Love that so much. And so what is your why? Is that exactly, you kind of said it, but do you have this little catchphrase that you know is your why or something like that? I don't know that I've narrowed it down into a specific catchphrase, but it is 100% to help people wake up and like shake mm -hmm. things up. Again, it's just, I, I've had to do it for myself. It was, yes, you know, I don't think I have to tell you parts of that journey are challenging, right? Definitely. Looking in the mirror isn't always easy. And I went as far back as looking at ancestral trauma. Like I dug deep um, because mm -hmm. I feel like, and something I'm interested in looking in now that I haven't explored is past lives. Like I'm interested in kind of peeling back all layers of my being um, because I feel that the higher I rise and lift myself, the higher I can help other people do the same or help them rise as well. So true. I love that you say that. And so your life didn't always look like this, like waking up in the morning, feeling like you're living on purpose and doing something you love and having this business. How was it before and what got you to where you are today? I mean, there's been so many iterations, right? So right, I started sure. <laughs> out <laughs> working in finance right out of college. Honestly, at that time, I was more just, I wasn't really aware of spirituality or living in any kind of conscious way. I very much was just doing my thing. You know what I mean? Like going to work, making good money, had a boyfriend, yeah. had friends. Um, not really thinking that much, partying, traveling. I learned a ton in that job. I worked for a huge asset management firm. I was there for a long time. The business strategy that I learned there has been, I mean, if I look at every job I've had along the way, I mean, that one's been the most impactful for kind of setting my foundation in terms of being successful going forward and really understanding how to run and manage a business and look mm -hmm. at what's going well, not going well, et cetera, just kind of like from a logical perspective. So that really served me. And also just how to be a strong leader. I mean, when companies are that big and they're successful, you have to have incredible leadership in place to keep thousands of people moving together, right? right. Um, 
and a lot of times where I see things kind of go sideways is the leadership isn't that strong because it's a skill set. You most people are not just born that way. So usually it has to be nurtured. Mm. Um, but anyhow, there was that, and then I just it started to wear out, and I was wanting my freedom, but I didn't really know what freedom looked like. I'd been, you know, in the same field for so long. I was sort of tired of just helping other successful institutions make more money, even though, I mean, money's amazing. Money is a ticket to, you know, is freedom and all these other things. But at the time, the only experience I'd had was living in full abundance. So I didn't really have, you know, like I didn't know what my money story was, right? I'd always just had it. Yeah. Um, Which can make you also not value it as much. It can be... It's freeing if you know, I think, kind of like what the flip side looks like. (laughs) And if you're actually working with it as energy. But if you're not, I feel like it's it's not enough to make you happy on its own, right? We all know that. Um, Yeah. I just, but I needed more. I needed to see the other side. I feel to value it the way that I do now. And so I quit my job. I moved to LA with no plan at all. I just, I had been dating someone who lived in LA and was going back and forth. And later I realized it wasn't even so much about him, but this like sense of freedom that he had. And for some reason I put those two things together and it led me to LA and I just wanted to be warm and what I thought was going to be relaxing and all of those things. And I eventually started working for a nonprofit wine label that ultimately didn't work. And that was because I was wanting to like give back and mm-hmm. I was planning events. I helped them build a direct sales team, but like that wasn't working. Um, I took some time off in between. I then uh, ultimately I landed in the interior design industry mm, and I really had to start. Yeah. I had to start from scratch um, because I had no interest in going back to school but I knew that I had a really strong marketing background and like business building background. So I just started, I would approach designers, showrooms, whomever that I wanted to work with. And I slowly just like built my way back up. Um, But yeah, I mean, this is kind of giving you the briefest overview, but parts of this were really hard. And in LA is when, you know, I hit a financial rock bottom for the first time in my life. I, had my consciousness kind of, it was my Saturn return and my Scorpios in my 12th house. So I get a lot of like, a lot of my stuff is around like spirituality and mysticism and like the cult and Mm -hmm. that side of things. And so that played really prominent in my Saturn return and my psychic gifts started to open up. I remember one fall I was hearing like sounds outside that were really far away that I knew were too far away for me to be able to hear quote unquote normally. I would sometimes get messages between when I was awake and asleep. Mm. I was in a very toxic, (laughs) yeah, up and down romantic relationship, which looking back for some reason, something about that connection just really opened my gift. And I would have premonition dreams about him and like things he was going to do that would then happen and just got really sensitive. It was hard for me to be around a lot of people. Um, and 
you know, I started exploring intuitives and sound baths and all these things just trying to understand. But frankly, I was really energetically drained, overwhelmed. And there was just sort of like no structure around my gift because I wasn't looking for it. I didn't understand it. And it was very overwhelming, honestly. The mm-hmm. whole time period was overwhelming. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> it was. But there's lessons in all that. Now I'm so grateful I went through all those things because it's, it can be challenging to guide people forward if you don't understand them or if they feel like you don't understand them. Mm-hmm. And if my whole life had just been this path of like one abundant job to the next, to the next, to the next, no heartbreaks, like everything's easy, perfect, then like how can you lift someone from a place that you can't even relate to, you True. know? True. So to me, there's so much more power and to have like found into having found myself than there would have been having not gone through those things. Do I wish I'd had more guidance at the time? And maybe been able to take more of a bird's eye view 100%. But mm-hmm. I'm just someone who learns from the school of hard knocks. And that's just <laughs> how it, it had to happen. <laughs> yeah. So now that you, you can now help others and teach others too. Absolutely. And just show them that like, girl, if you can, if I did it, you can do it. Like this is not a, you don't have some pathology. This is not a death sentence. You weren't born to be this way. This is a moment that you're going through so you can show yourself like, hey, and listen to yourself. I'm uncomfortable. I don't like this. What needs to change? Let's change it. You know, I'm an Aries. We're very like, you want it, go get it. We're like the initiators, mm-hmm. right? And so I naturally, I mean, of course, do I have fear? Yes. But is it enough to stop me? No. no. <laughs> I will like take action and you have to take action. And I tell it to everyone, you can do work on yourself till the cows come home. If you are not taking regular aligned actions, you are not going to see the tangible results that you want to see. And so a lot of my practice as well is working with my clients to determine what those aligned actions are and really empowering them to go take them. I mean, it's unbelievable how many people have just never had anyone really believe in them before. Mm. And that is a lot of what holds them back. Um, so it really can help to have someone who you feel like is your champion, you know, walking with you. Yes, that's so true. Thank you for sharing all this. And I feel like your, your, your business has been growing so fast and you were also on, (laughs) you were on Lacey Phillips podcast. That's so huge and amazing and you totally deserve it. And what do you think that, um, what are the key pieces to growing your business so fast and manifesting those amazing opportunities quite fast as well? (laughs) I know it sort of feels like the craziest whirlwind, especially if you've had years of feeling stuck to all of a sudden in a matter of months, it feels like just have everything start clicking in so fast. I mean, I will say that I was extremely, extremely dedicated to myself this year. I mean, this all happened this year. And my New Year's resolution to myself was to be intentional. Mm. And I tell all my clients that time is the only resource you cannot get back. So it's not to be, not to be fearful like, oh my God, I'm resting today instead of working on X, Y, and Z. It's not about that. 
but rest with intention. Okay, I'm resting today because I really need it. Fantastic. So I'm going to have a totally luxurious rest day. Like this is what I'm doing today. You know, the people in your life, everything that you're doing, like why are you doing it? If it doesn't have a reason, bye, you know? Mm -hmm. And I got like a good one. And I just got very, very, very clear that I was not going to be wasting any more of my time because I saw how fast the years fly by. Just when I look back at that blur in LA of five years where I was like, what was going on? I'm like, girl, I don't have that kind of time anymore. Mm. And then I started doing Lacey's work as well. I definitely highly recommend it. And for me, I mean, it just clicked in like a second language. I don't know why. It just, I think it was just the medicine that I needed. And I'm also energetically very sensitive and anything that works on my um, energy being or the subconscious plane, it just works on me really quickly. And I also was pretty relentless with it. And when there were areas that I found too challenging, you know, a lot of that inner child reparent work can be triggering, right? You can Mm. have some deep stuff in there that's a bit scary to look at on your own. But I went out and I would seek other help and, you know, for the time that I needed it and work with other healers who could work with me in different areas, work on my intuitive gift. And that work has definitely been my baseline. Um, And then I just added all these other things on top of it and took action and continued to take action and got really clear on my why and my own superpower. So I know that my career is intended to be led by me using my voice mm-hmm. to help change the world in my way. And I'm clear on my why. And I think that, and I'm really clear on how, I mean, just how full I feel by helping people just like break free from all this shit that like holds you down. It's so unnecessary. You're carrying around things that aren't yours, carrying around stories that aren't yours, and we all have the ability to let them go. Mm. And when you do that and you're clear and you get that clarity on your why and why you're here and you start taking action from that place, like it's just like the dominoes fall. And that's what happens to me. And I think, and I really feel that's what happens to everyone who kind of has that moment and is able to get rid of all this stuff that doesn't work. And of course, yes. Am I naturally good at running a business? Yes. Am I naturally good at reading people? Yes. You know, I have this gift to tune into people, but that's because it's also part of my purpose. So I feel that part of the speed has just been in that this is where all of my natural ability shine. So I also love astrology for getting deeper into self. I had an incredible reading with Danny Beinstein and, mm-hmm. you know, um, everything that I'm doing now, I was already doing it, but it just made it make perfect sense. And like, for example, like my mid heaven is in Leo. I'm supposed to be like shining and leadership oriented and out in the public eye and those sorts of things, you know, it's very natural to myself. So the more that I align with what's naturally part of me, the more flow. And that's true for everyone. So I really encourage go like get the help that you need, get a coach who aligns with your energy, which also is a huge part of it. I know people can be sort of funny about the investment (laughs) itself, 
We are so trained. I tell this to people all the time. We are so trained to spend on material things without thinking. It is unbelievable. I mean, the thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that we have spent on things that have depreciating, depreciating value, half of which we don't even care about in six months to a year. We do that so easily. Like people have to get in so much debt before they're like, wait a minute. There's a problem um, here. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> there's a problem and I'm not happy. And then you take a fret to ask them to take a fraction of that to invest into themselves where there's like dividends and the investment is like just expands tenfold by the gain that you get and they're scared and you're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, but that's a story, right? Mm -hmm. This Our environment, our culture trains us to consume because that's what's good for our economy. Yeah. Which has very little to what's good for you, what's good for your soul. You weren't trained to like, we weren't raised to feed our soul. Is that happening now? Yes. But that's the shift that we're part of. That's not what we were born with. True. So I, so I'm like, think about where you're putting your money. I put everything that I could. Yes. I have a beautiful home. I love having beautiful things, et cetera. But for that time period, and I still invest in myself all the time, I put everything that I could into putting it back into me. And I can tell you that it absolutely pays off when you're working with people whose energy really aligns with yours and who can really see you. And so, and you know, I apply the same rules in my dating life and my friendships just everywhere. Like it needs to fit. And if it doesn't fit, it has to go. Yeah. I love that you said that and I love you for saying it because I think that's so important and so overlooked and I totally get it. It's hard to, you know, invest in those in those things like a coach or a program or something that you can't like you won't have material gain from it. Like you won't get something like directly in return, but what you will get is like priceless and we forget that. And it's scary, but Honestly, I haven't regretted doing that ever. But you need to definitely be aligned. Absolutely. You do need to be aligned. And you do get tangible results. I'm like, hey, cool. You want to build your business? Let's build your business. Um, don't dilly-dally over this amount of money when the goal is to help you earn three times what you're making right now. You Absolutely. know, it's, it's just very scary for people to invest. Like when we... When we spend our money on something material, you just have it in your hand right away. Right. Exactly. And so you somehow are like, okay, cool. Got it. And then you invest in a service, right? And you're like, I don't know what I'm going to get. But yeah. I always say, look at all the most successful people in the world. They have teams of people mm -hmm. helping them mm -hmm. move forward. It's still, it takes a village. And so I, <laughs> it takes a village. And I know coaches who have different coaches for different areas, like some to just work with them on their intuition, some to just work with them on their business, some, you know, there's just, it's like having a team. So mm -hmm. I'm in big belief of that. And I, if I want help, I go get it. And that's another thing too, is I just don't waste time being like, Oh, I'll just figure it out on my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Myself empowered. Yes. But mm -hmm. if you've been looping, you know, you've been looping. So just go get help and move on to the next thing. Yeah. And it always comes from within. So it comes from that deep place within you. It's not like, and especially for you, like you can tell you're definitely super like 
self-empowered and all those things, but you do know and you recognize when you could benefit from support. And that's the beautiful thing. So you're not doing it from that place, oh, I need someone else to validate me. And that makes no. all the difference, I think. Because some people do that too, and that doesn't work. And sometimes that's why it doesn't work. It's just because there wasn't that, it didn't come from the right place. Or it was in, in, in alignment too. I completely agree. So for example, when I lived in Los Angeles and I didn't really understand what was going on, I was seeing psychics and intuitives all the time. That never worked. I can assure you of that because that was coming from a place of like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Tell me what's going to happen. I'm a victim. I'm not creating my own life. Did I think I was being a victim? No. But by handing my power over to somebody else to be like, yeah. just tell me that's exactly what victim energy is, is handing away your power. Um, little did I know I had my own gift that would guide me forward in a much stronger way. And there were far more productive ways to um, get back into myself. So I was very lost then. But just to your point, yeah, going to get help looking for someone to save you is not going to be effective because mm. the best coaches, therapists, whoever, they're going to help you turn it back to you. Yeah. And I don't know if that was your experience too with the Akashic Records, but that's what I actually love about them is that they don't predict the future like certain, like, you know, psychics will do. They will always guide mm -hmm. you back to what you already know. And it's kind of just sometimes also giving you some extra tools or some extra confirmation that you already have it all within. And that's what I, why I love mm -hmm. working with that. Just it made me think of that. So thanks for pointing it out. Of course, I completely agree with you. And that's one of the reasons that I still feel energetically open to Akashic Records readings, like the one that I had with you, is because there's a lot of focus on what's available to you. And mm -hmm. I say this too, even if someone is going to go get an intuitive reading, although I do think you should be careful with them, there are really powerful intuitives yeah. in this world. That is not to take away from their gifts at no, all. No, for sure. Um, it's insane what the gift that some people have. However, I say to everyone as well, including myself, someone could tell me, Jocelyn, you're going to be the next Oprah. I am not going to be the next Oprah if I do not get out of bed every single day and do what it takes to get there. True. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's where I think that people get lost with these readings, even on the positive side, is someone can tell you something great, but you have to go create it. And then of course, there's the other side where someone tells you something limiting and you're terrified and yeah. then you're living in fear and self, what is the word when you make it happen on uh, your own self-processing? Self you, is that it? <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And it's totally true. And I mean, of yeah. course, like you said, there are so many really gifted people out there and you can develop your own gifts as well to maybe get to that point one day. But there is a responsibility, I think, when you do this work, like with anything to that's why I'm always careful with people who will tell you like the future or like you just said exactly what you just said. When it's negative, then you're going to live in fear and you still have free will and you still have... Like you said, if it's something positive, you still need to actually take action and aligned action and do the work and mm -hmm. all those things. Otherwise, it's not going to happen because it's only one possibility. So definitely on point. I agree. 
and yeah, the, the Akashic Records readings are powerful in that way. It's all about what's available. Introducing my new program, Release and Rise. This is a three-week experience to help you release and let go of the old, everything that is holding you back and limiting you. Shift your energy and prepare for the new to enter your life and rise to new heights in 2020, creating the life that you are so ready for. Head over to sarahlewis.co forward slash rise to join for only $47. This program starts on December 16th and will run until the end of December. I wanted to ask you something that just came up to me. We see so many people awakening, right? You said that, and it's so clear. And also more and more people want to do this type of work where you're working with people, helping people, supporting them, helping them awaken, being a coach or a healer or whatever it is. What would you say to someone who maybe wants to get started or is starting but is not really seeing results because they think like it's oversaturated like there's everyone doing this there's no space for me do you get what I'm saying oh you mean if you want to be in this in this yeah. world so to speak I don't even know what you call it because I don't necessarily say. <laughs> view the work that I'm doing as spiritual yes I'm intuitive but for example I don't, yeah, okay. It's a big space, right? I don't know how you, what do you call it? Because for example, Lacey Phillips, I, I, I love her work, but she very much bases it in the rational plane. Right. It's all about neuroscience and basically literally rewiring your brain to run on new neurological pathways. She doesn't call it a spiritual practice, although I think there's elements of it that can feel very spiritual while it's happening, just honestly, because it feels so magical. Mm, um, I see what you're saying. And I don't necessarily consider myself, am I highly spiritual? Yes. Am I helping people awaken? Yes. But I never really think about like, is this spiritual? Is this not spiritual? So I'm just curious about your perspective on this whole space of basically all we're all doing is helping people come back home, right? Right, right. Like we're Like we're all doing the same thing in a different way. And I think that where kind of like the rubber meets the road, so to speak, is in you, like, it's your voice that has to be clear. Your mm -hmm. why has to be clear. The way it comes through you has to be authentic to you. You and I can have the exact same profession and we can both be equally successful and we can say nearly the same thing. Mm -hmm. However, the people that we call in are going to be those who are aligned with each of our separate energies. Because yeah. all of these healers, we're all doing the same thing. We're all trying to say, like, who are you really? Go, like, show up as that person, and I will help you get there. Mm. Um, and then, but it's just, it doesn't, you don't resonate with everyone, right? And I think that the people who are showing up fully, 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 authentically them, not like, okay, well, I want to do this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it the exact way so-and-so said it because they have all this attention on them. Or my photos are going to look exactly like so-and-so's because everyone else loves them. Like 
everything that you do in your business needs to be core to who you are. Right. And I, that is going to absolutely evolve over time. Like, you know, better, you do better, like things shift and they change. Um, but I would say like, it's an inside job too. start. Mm-hmm. I love Lacey's work. Like start doing the work, look in the mirror, like stop lying to yourself, show yourself where you're lying to yourself and keep asking like, why, 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 why? Until it gets deduced down and then like work through that. Um, because it's very hard to show up with, with, as yourself if you just have all of these like layers of mud all over you. Mm, true. So I absolutely think it's necessary to work on yourself. And the story that the space is saturated is another story, mm-hmm. right? There's no one like me, haven't seen her before. So therefore there's space for me, right? Right. Yeah. I love that. That's a really good reminder. Absolutely. And I mean, there's so many people in the world. If, if everything was saturated, no one would have, we wouldn't have anything like how people are creating crazy, unbelievable things every day or doing the same thing. They're just doing it bigger, better, louder because it's so core to who they are. And I really think when all of that is aligned, that the doors open for you. Yeah, true. Definitely. So the message here is really to be authentic to who you are and there is space for everyone in this world, right? Absolutely. You've heard that saying that money is energy. It's not finite. No. You know, mm-hmm. they can literally pull it in at any time. It's just literally this process of just, I call it like undressing or unveiling all this stuff on top of you so that you are in your purest form. And then you learn how to dance with the universe. And I always kind of give this comparison of it's like there's all these things available to us in the higher realms, right? And then there's this earthly plane that we're walking on. And I really feel that manifestation, creation, whatever you want to call it, is this this dance of you finding your unique way, because it's going to be unique to you, of pulling down what's available to you in this higher plane and like pulling it down into our earthly reality. And so that's what I want to leave everybody that I work with with as well is finding their unique way of doing that. Because once you start seeing like the rhythm and the pattern of when things show up, how they show up, what you were doing, like what practices work for you to help speed you along. Once you start to see all that, it's like, okay, boom, boom, boom. I know what to do. And this isn't scary or unknown anymore. It's all available. Mm, It is. I love that. Beautiful. Thank you. And something else I wanted to talk about, it's what we've been already talking about kind of just together last time we we spoke, um, that idea of the feminine. So we talked about a little bit the theory feminine versus the soft feminine. And I believe that we all have both, especially like as women, but everyone has both sides but you are definitely quite fiery. You're an Aries and you're a powerful woman and you're going out there and doing what you want to do and calling it to you. So do you think that that aspect, like the fiery feminine is what is really helping you here? Or how do you see maybe both sides of you? I would be interested to know. Absolutely. I mean, clearly I am a wildly fiery personality in my chart. Most of my planets are in Sagittarius or Aries. 
I think I have like one plant. My Venus is in Taurus. That's nice. <laughs> Largely, <laughs> my chart is pretty forceful. So, yeah, I mean, and I had a lot of conditioning around showing up big, right? Like my family is largely more in- introverted than I am. So, and I'm like, was emotional and just talkative and all these things. And, you know, when your parents are more introverted, it's a, it can be a little energetically overwhelming uh, for them if you're kind of like needing so much attention in that way. And, you know, we're breaking out of this old story that women are supposed to be just like soft and quiet and, you know, basically like wait for men to run the full show. And then there was like the flip side where these, there's these very like empowered feminist movements where it's kind of like, boys, we don't need you. Right. And well, that's amazing for getting the train out the station. I'm more into, and I would say I'm just more into like equality and in that way. And I love having men in my life. Um, I would say that for me, but where I really started to take off is when I just stopped caring about being too much. I just like let the bigness shine and it brings, it draws people to me because again, that's who I am. So I just show up with it. It's energizing for me. I love sharing what's on my mind. I love sharing what's on my heart. I love debating and talking to people and it's just not going away. I mean, that sort of, I don't know if it's intensity is the right word, but that bigness is just, it's, it's part of me. It's on my face. It's in how I carry myself. It's in my voice. It's in my personality. It just is me. And so I love to show women, like, don't be afraid of that bigness. Like if you aren't creating, it's probably because you're shutting it down. Right. And when you are able to share it, and I do also feel there's a difference between allowing yourself to be big and then also like projecting all of your pain and your bullshit all over everyone and being angry and screaming about it, right? Like that's mm-hmm. not what I mean. You need Definitely. to like, <laughs> that is not what I mean at all. And I feel like that's very easily confused. That is a great sign to take a look in the mirror. We all do it, right? And go do some work. So then like share from a place of being able to give people another perspective to lift people up. Um, and I do think sometimes women are afraid of being big because they're also afraid of coming across as like, um, you know, overly masculine or domineering and that sort of thing. But when you have gotten to a place of a certain level of wholeness within yourself, you aren't going to express it in a way that is trying to control and manipulate. Like all of that stuff is fear, right? So when you work through the fear, and then you're big, it's, it's going to be magnetizing. When it's polarizing, I think it's more when the bigness is like rooted in fear, right? And it's like just protection and like pushing people away and stuff. So um, I, I also feel that, um, yes, but I do have to manage kind of like those more masculine dynamics. Sure, because I can also burn myself out. I, I, you know, like when I love something, I want to do it all the time. And I definitely have to consciously decide to take rest and just get into a more receiving space. That's always something I'm working with is that giving, receiving energy. And also just that not being afraid that if you are not always in action, that things 
won't come, right? Like I already know I'm great at taking action. I'm not going to stop, but it's okay to take a few days off. And I noticed too, just when you can just flow sometimes, like sometimes I'm like very aggressively like going after something. It, I want it done. It's going to get done. And like it happens, right? But sometimes there's just, it's like my energy moves in waves. Like sometimes I'm in that mode and then sometimes I need to like take a step back, look around, reevaluate things and just take a little bit softer approach. And things come in at that time as well. Like there's a season, there's different gifts, I think for kind of all parts of the flow. And another reason I mentioned too, because I think women can get caught up in this, like, well, if I'm big and, you know, quote unquote masculine in these areas, how am I, like they get confused with dating and like don't understand how it all translates. Because again, stories about how we're intended to be in dating. And I, one of the places that I love to receive most is in relationship. And it's kind of interesting because I learned like, okay, put your, I'm still fiery in my relationships. Like I still act the same way, you know, I speak the same way as I speak to my friends or you or I'm still me. And I talk about all the same things that I would talk about otherwise, but I just love receiving in that way. I love at the end of the week where it's like, oh yeah, like all I have to do tonight is like go to dinner and he's going to like take care of things and I can just talk about whatever and risk and receive. I don't have to like show up as anything other than me. And like, I love romance. I love, like, I just, that space for me for being feminine and also to just be able to share a more vulnerable side of myself because so often I'm supporting other people through their things. It's nice to just you know, let this softer part of myself out and have that be held. I mean, it feels really good. Mm. Um, again, though, I also now attract positive relationship experiences. Previously, this was not the case where it was not feeling good. <laughs> For sure. That changes a lot. So that's too. been an evolution as well. Um, so yeah. So to me, honestly, the dating feels like a really wonderful place to share my kind of like softer side of my feminine, right? Even though, yes, I'm still fiery and I talk about all the same things I talk to about with, with anybody else, of course, and I have that enthusiasm. But again, I'm not coaching mm-hmm. them. So it's like very, it's, it's different, right? And, you know, I just love like after all these sessions and putting all this work into my business that I can just like fall into a romantic dinner or whatever it is that we're doing and just have kind of both parts of me held because oftentimes I'm not really required to show up in a really vulnerable way and work, right? I'm supporting other people through their vulnerability. So it's nice to have that part of me held as well. Um, And so I think that that's something for women to consider who are sort of afraid of their bigness and like they don't want to kind of like railroad their relationship is you're not going to when that is channeled appropriately like you won't use it to push things around and you know any especially now the men that come into my life because I'm so much more aligned like they love my personality they are not Mm. guessing about 
where I stand or how I feel or what I want and what I don't want. Like I'm really honest. And I think that that like empowers them to just to, uh, to know where they stand, you know, and to step forward. Men who want to date you want to please you. And it's hard to do if they're always confused because you're confused, right. you know? <laughs> That's a so, very good message here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true. Like women will spend so many times playing games and wondering why the guy isn't like showing up the way that she would love for him to. It's like he doesn't even know what's going on. So... Um, yeah, I, I feel that that fiery aspect to me has really empowered me. And of course, you know, you might be the type of feminine that is more just ethereal and it comes through in a different way. And then you're going to be really empowered and manifest faster and move forward by being like deep in that energy because that's core to who you are. And a lot of this can really be discovered in your chart, right? My chart is just so fiery. It's very (laughs) obvious. But maybe if you have a lot of like Pisces in your chart, you know, it could look an Aquarius um, energy, like all of that looks so different. So again, I think it's this practice of going back to figure out who you are and then showing up that way. And for me, um, how I show up best is just really coming through like fully alive with my fiery energy. That's how people can really understand me. Yeah, I love that. And usually see parts of themselves in me too, which can help them. Yeah, that's for sure. Like there's always that mirror aspect that you show people what you like, what they have in them as well. Sometimes it's not even recognized within themselves, but you're just like doing that mirror work in a really empowering way. And I love everything that you shared here about this very fiery, powerful, feminine aspect too, to really allow women more to be big, like you said, and not always think that you need to just be that soft feminine, that it's different different variations of the feminine and different colors and your unique just kind of feminine design in a way. So I love that. Absolutely. And yeah, the the reason that I try to give like, oh, what I'm like in dating versus what I'm like in work is because there's such, for me, like a clear delineation there about how I want to show up. So for example, in dating, it's really important to me to be pursued. So I'm not going to pursue a man this way. I'm going to pursue a career opportunity. It's like, let, I always tell my fiery clients, like, don't burn your own house down with your fire, you know, like use it in ways, (laughs) use it in ways that support you, like take it off the man, right? Like let him do his thing. And you put your fieriness into yourself and your career and like he'll be magnetized to that, but you don't want to like direct it at people. That's when it gets a little out of hand. Definitely. And it's, and it's good to like balance in different areas of your life. Absolutely. But the main thing is just show up as yourself truly, fully and everything really starts to flow. And my version, like I said, happens to be fiery. It's not going to look the same for everyone. You could be like super earthy and you attract by being in the logical and the practical and super stable. Um, there's, there's power in all forms. Absolutely. And I think that's the most beautiful message here is to just really be you and fully you authentically you. So thank you for sharing all this. And I think we're getting close to the end of this conversation that I really 
really enjoyed. Thank you for everything you shared. But before we wrap up, I would love to ask you a few like quick questions just before the end. I like to do that if that's okay. Absolutely. Okay. So, well, the first you already answered kind of, you said you're, you're Aries, but I forgot your moon and rising. Are they both in Sagittarius? I know it's like fire. Oh, my Aries obviously is fire. I'm an Aries sun, a Sag moon, and Scorpio rising. So I do have a decent amount of Scorpio in my Mm -hmm. chart as well. Oh, that's also Mm -hmm. very intense and powerful too. Okay, thank you. Um, It is. Do you have a favorite quote or a favorite mantra that empowers you? Hmm, I'm very changeable, but the two that I've been focusing on lately, so Elaine Welteroth, I loved her book, More Than Enough, and in an interview, I heard her say, life is a series of dreams realized, which I feel is a very empowering message for people who are kind of afraid to go after one dream, worrying, like, what if that dream changes? And it's like, take your life a dream at a time. You don't need to be worried about having, like, one big answer. And then I'm sure a lot of your listeners have heard of Marie Forleo as well. And she talks about everything being figure outable. Mm. And I like to take the solutions oriented approach to life. And there is truly no problem that can't be solved. Is it always going to be solved overnight? No, but I don't care what wall we're up against. Like everything is figure outable. And those two messages are very much what is re- what resonates with me right now. Mm, love that. And it's such a beautiful shift in perspective. Thanks for that. Um, just a few more. Uh, what is a dream destination that you may have right now? Mm, one place. Oh, there's so many. Well, three, I guess, would be fine too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm just really craving, like it doesn't even need to be wildly exotic right now. I would love to go to Mexico and have some like really fresh margaritas and lay on the beach and swim in clear water. Mm. And that would be a really beautiful vacation. I haven't really been dreaming up vacations as much at the moment, but I'm just so like open to going anywhere. Mm. But that's what speaks to me now. I really love Latin culture and how like warm and inviting it is. Yeah, that sounds really exotic to me. And we can definitely feel the little Sagittarius there, the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think because I'm from California. I'm from California, which is so Mm. close to Mexico. That's why it doesn't feel exotic to me. Uh, Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's an energy I would like to get into. Hmm, that sounds nice. Um, what about a favorite book? I'm sure you you probably have more than one too, but one that maybe pops to mind right now. Oh my gosh, I've read so many. Let me see. I I mean, I would definitely say more than enough, which I just mentioned. Yeah. It's the, the most beautiful book that I've read of late. I've started a new book called Awakening Starseeds. So it keeps... I keep being told that I have a lot of starseed energy and that my future children will as well. So I'm excited about reading that. That sounds interesting. <laughs> and I can report back to you on that later. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll put those in the show notes for anyone who's interested. And the last one is how can we support you? Where can we find you? Is there a website or anything like that? Yeah, just all the details. Yeah, sure. My website is actually in development. It will be jocelynkellyreed.com, but you can find me on Instagram at jocelynkellyreed, same as on Facebook, and feel free to message me there. I'd love to chat. 
And then the website will be up in the next few weeks. Okay, perfect. So maybe I'll put everything there. And once it's up, I'll add it as well so that everyone can find you and connect with you. Okay, Sarah, thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really love this conversation and I can't wait to share it with everyone. Oh, thank you. I'm looking forward to it as well.